I went with swimwear because, like you said at the beginning, like self-proclaimed swimwear addict. Like I had so many swimsuits from buying them, and then also my friend, my family friend who worked in the industry, like she um, would get a bunch of samples and I, sample size. So I, when she was done using them in shoots and whatnot, she would give them to me. So wow. I had an insane collection of swimsuits, and I still was like, none of these are. I, I'm not like none of these are jumping out to me like I, I don't I didn't love any of them I was like oh this is my favorite swimsuit like I was just like eh, about all of them mm -hmm. I was like I could design a better swimsuit so then <laughs> I was like hmm, maybe I should Welcome back everyone to episode number 32 of the Johnny Rogers Show. I'm very happy to have this guest on today. She is a self-proclaimed swimwear addict and rightfully so. She is also the founder of the swimwear company called Bent Swim. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sierra Milroy. Hey, thanks for having me. No Super problem. Thanks for coming on. Of course. You're oh, yeah. recommended from Lindsay. Yeah, Lindsay, that's actually hilarious. <laughs> I met her in like grade six at art camp. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, we go way back. Oh, nice. Um, so the topic for this episode was adventure. So what made you pick that word? Yeah, I feel like it kind of ties in like the last maybe couple years of my life. Um, just because I graduated school, I moved to Mexico, I moved from Vancouver to Toronto, and I launched a company while also working full-time so there's been a lot going on uh, but I didn't really let like the business side of things stop me from doing the whole I'm young let me adventure <laughs> type situation yeah I yeah how just... have you found like balancing the all of that together is the adventure side more so incorporated with what you're trying to do for work as well or uh I'm Yes. Well, I mean, it's an adventure, like just in itself, trying to like launch a business at any age and especially at like 22, 23 when it launched. So that was a whole adventure in its, of itself, a business adventure. And then I've had kind of more like personal adventures, I'd say mixed in. Um, but the goal of eventually growing Bent to, for it to be my full time job is also like an adventure your goal because that'll give me a lot more flexibility to just kind of move around and make my own schedule and make make time for my other adventures <laughs> yeah definitely are you so are you mostly like it's all online sales right now but do you have plans for like a, a brick and mortar or do you think like online way of the future yeah i think it'll always be online and only online i feel like i'll, I'll maybe do pop-ups or like events here and there, but I don't think I'll ever have a dedicated store. Um, at least now, who knows? But yeah. especially being were, Canadian, I, I was going like say, if you were to do a flagship store, where would you put it? Hmm, that's hard. Maybe like favorite city it would have to be Canada. It, it would have to be Canada. Well, I don't know. Oh. Where, where, <laughs> I was just putting those limitations on. I'm trying to think like where are they always in bikinis? Like, really yeah, true. true, true. You're like, like Canada. No. It's such a, well, we're going to sell nothing. You're like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's like why I don't think I would ever have a store in North yeah, America. Yeah. You would just 
you would exclusively be selling to like swim teams. Yeah, exactly. And I don't think my suits are very practical <laughs> for <laughs> certain active swim activities. sure, yeah, yeah. So where, yeah, where would the flagship store have to be then? Where's the I don't prime know, maybe capital like for swimwear? Brazil or something, like somewhere where they're, it's hot and Right next they to wear the BBL it. clinic. Just Yeah, perfect, perfect. right there. <laughs> no, no, that wouldn't be a good spot for a flagship store if you were to do one, though. Um, what made you come up with the name Bent? Like, what? Uh, what's the story behind that? Yeah, uh, it's funny. People ask me that a lot, and there's not like it doesn't have a specific the word bent or anything, doesn't have like a specific meaning to me or anything, but I wanted it to be four letters and like easy to say, easy to remember, and like kind of not sound. awkward with swim on the end of it Yeah, and yeah. I guess like I when I started planning the brand and everything about the venture I started more with the like the branding before even like products or anything like that because I feel like that's like my strong suit in business per se and then all the other parts I was like we'll kind of like add um And in business school, they I'm sure anyone who's in business school or has seen that Simon Sinek like TED talk about the golden circle and you, you start with the why instead of like the how or the what that's like business school preaches that so much. So that was kind of how it started. But Bent just came kind of easily because I knew the branding was kind of edgy and like a bit raunchy and uh, Yeah, and then for the easy to remember four letter words, it kind of worked because it has a slightly sexual undertone, but it's not too outwardly Sorry, <laughs> yeah, yeah. aggressive, so it went well, I thought. No, I like that. That's a that's a good enough reason behind it. That's a story right there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I also read on uh, your website that you have, I believe you said sustainable, where is it here? Environmentally conscious fabrics. Um, what's, uh, like, what's, what's the process into like the design focus of something like that? Because there's so many swimmer companies, right? So why was that like an important thing for you on top of everything else that you wanted to do for the company? Yeah, it, um, I guess, like, I've always been interested in fashion and uh, design and that type of industry, but uh, not, I guess, not intensely enough when I was younger and deciding, like, where to go to school. Um, it wasn't like, okay, I'm getting, like, a fashion degree, per se. So that's kind of why I went more with business, uh, and I did an entrepreneurship degree because I know I'm, like, too... Um, stubborn to like work for anyone else so <laughs> I was went that route and then thought I could just bring my creative side into like any type of business venture um, but the manufacturing part was probably the hardest part of the whole business there's not a lot of information online and if there is manufacturers aren't necessarily like the Mm most -hmm. Just giving away their secrets. that but also Yeah. like they're not super they're just focused on the manufacturing of the products not necessarily like their own brand or anything like that so even if there is information online it was hard to tell what was accurate and what was real and what was kind of like a scammer website because they all look very Mm. similar and not super like ux design professional da 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 because that's not what they do um so that was really hard but i wanted to find a brand
uh, company that used this sustainable fabric because I had found out about the fabric from a family friend of mine who worked in the swimwear industry. And when I was initially kind of ideating like, oh, what type of business do I want to launch? I thought like a general clothing company would be harder than swimwear because you'd have to source different manufacturers for different fabrics, for different designs, for blah, 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 which I thought that was maybe too big of a thing to start off with, that swimwear would be like one manufacturer, get a bunch of designs and start there. And then because I had found this fabric I wanted to use, I like did a many, many Googling black holes until I found this manufacturer that yeah. yes, it uses the environmental so you had to like what okay i'm just trying to picture this process yeah, sorry, that was like a rant about you're like no, no no but you're like on google are you just searching like like just manufacturers in general and then are you like calling up places like overseas like yeah so i well i first was like oh can i do this in canada because that would have been ideal um but there's not a lot of swimwear manufacturers in Canada. And then if there are, they're more like performance based, yeah, like, yeah. like, speedo like the swim type. teams, like we were talking yeah. about. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that didn't really work. And it's obviously a lot more expensive to do manufacturing in North America. Um, so hopefully one day it could be like a fully Canadian run company, but I'm just, I can't do that yet. <laughs> We're working that we're working our way. <laughs> so I found this company, yes, through lots of Googling. I don't even remember what I Googled at this point. Um, but I found this manufacturer who used this fabric and it was all it's all women run and they have a bunch of, you know, efforts they do on their side to like support these women. They make fair ethical wages. They have like the medical support they need and mental health wow. days and all this kind of stuff. So I was, I'm, cause I made, I did not want to screw anybody else over in the process of me. Like, yeah, for sure. For sure. In my thing. So yeah, that was important to me for sure. Nice. Well, it's good to know that you like were able to look into all of that. And now anyone that's interested in Ben Swim can see that story right there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's why I lo like, I love, that's what I love about podcasting is it gives like people a chance to just really like tell that story and express it. But, um, I also want to ask like, who's your biggest like inspirations you'd say in business? Hmm. In business? Well, I'd say my mom for one, cause she has, um, her own company too, not in like this fashion swimmer industry, but uh, that was like an awesome person to have in my life and look up to. Um, and then I guess in the industry, um, do you know the company 437 Swimwear? They're from Toronto. No. Um, they're kind of same story to me, like started, launched the swimwear company when they were in university and it's called 437 because that was their address at Queens. I think they went to Queens. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. and now it's huge. Like, I think they have over like a million Instagram followers and stuff like they're huge and started the exact same way I did. And I met them at a pop-up shop they had in Vancouver, like before I even launched Ben and I just asked them for kind of like tips and recommendations and they were super not gatekeeping the information, which I appreciated. So they're, they're an awesome company and I look wow. up to them for sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's always cool when somebody that you're inspired by is able to like, like give you that piece of information or even just give you that time of day, like just to 
to, totally. to help to help you out a little bit too because then you'll do that for somebody else that's coming along right like the yeah next exactly person. i get a lot of like questions or whatever dms and stuff from people who just kind of stumble across my account and then are like oh this is so cool like how like a lot of the questions you've asked me already actually like how did you yeah, start yeah, and the manufacturer the question. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah how do i find a manufacturer that's going to be the biggest one yeah exactly <laughs> Um, so you, you said you're in Mexico right now? No, uh, I'm in Toronto now, but okay. I did move to Mexico for three months in September to December of last year. And then I moved from Vancouver, well, I went Mexico back to Vancouver, got all my shit and then came back to Toronto because I grew, I grew up in Toronto, but then I lived in Vancouver for like the last seven years. Oh, wow. Been around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let's start with what made you go from Toronto to Vancouver? Well, the first time that wasn't really my decision. <laughs> I was only in like high school and my parents wanted to move. Uh, so I was like, sure, let's try <laughs> like, it. Right. <laughs> yeah, like, let's go. Yeah, I guess we're moving. <laughs> and and then I had did my last two years of high school in Vancouver and I just like fell in love with the West Coast. Uh, mainly, I didn't want to come back to a Toronto winter. Mm. They're a little rough. <laughs> I'm experiencing so then, an Ottawa winter right now. It's not nice. Oh, God. It started snowing again. It was so nice yesterday, and we were like, yay, spring. And then it started snowing again today. We were like, no. <laughs> they always trick you. <laughs> they fell um, in love with the West Coast. Did you, so did you come back to Toronto then later and then went back to? No. So I moved to Vancouver in like 2014, I think now. And then finished my two years of university, and then I went to Vancouver, University of Victoria on Vancouver Island for all of university, and then COVID. So then I just stayed on the island, and sorry, is my sound being weird? Oh, it, it dipped down for a second there, but you came back on. Weird. Sorry, I was playing with. I was my gonna airplane. give it a second. That's <laughs> all right. Um, uh, so I went and to school. COVID graduation, yeah. Yeah, COVID graduation. So then I just stayed on the island because uh, it's an island, so it was pretty safe for most of COVID, and I wasn't trying to make a big move. And then I, once I graduated, I secured a job with a marketing agency, uh, but it was all remote because of COVID. And then a few of my friends also worked there as well. So then because it was remote, we planned to go to Mexico together. I went with three of my friends. And we just lived in Mexico for three months and worked remotely. It was wow. ideal. <laughs> wow. Got Damn. all this content while I was in the warmth. <laughs> it was ideal. <laughs> yeah, that makes me want to do that now. Because I like what I do is remote too. So I'm like, hmm, maybe I could <laughs> just, you, just you pop a green me. screen up beside. I can do the news from anywhere. What are you talking about? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah, God I damn. recommend it. Even if it's not long term, like you could easily go for a month or something and you oh, save no. I would do I would do like six months there, six months here. <laughs> yeah, true. Break up the winters. <laughs> Just yeah. fully avoid. <laughs> winters winters and then add like two months on the end of each each of the yeah. season. <laughs> I come back for summer and fall and that's it. That's it. That's the only times you want to be here anyways. Yeah. Would you go back uh, to Mexico or would you, is there a new spot that you'd want to hit up instead? 
I'd go back to Mexico so easily. I loved it there. I've been a, I've been a few times, but not for that long. Uh, and yeah, it's beautiful. The people are just so, so nice. And the food is so good. And the weather, like, no complaints. <laughs> All good things. Recommend. Did you just do Airbnb, I guess, and then Yeah, transport we got an the Airbnb business because, thing? especially because if you do multiple months, you get insane discounts for like long-term stays. So Yeah, and if you, if you're like a solid tenant too, they give you a good review and then that goes on to even future stays as well. Yeah, totally. I definitely had to, we got there and our Wi-Fi, there was a hurricane, or not a hurricane, a monsoon, like two days before we got there. Actually, it might have been a hurricane. And then, so a bunch of power lines and trees and everything were taken down like, two days before we got there. And so there was no Wi-Fi when we got there. We were like, oh no, our work Uh, is going to fire our plan us. And is we ruined. just got here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we had to like last minute get a satellite and do all this stuff, but You had to get a satellite? yeah, installed What? in yeah, in Mexico, which took like two weeks, <laughs> Oh but it was my fine. god. <laughs> there was a co-working space, so we, we made Okay, it work. hold on. That's good, at least. Jeez. I didn't even think about that, too. It's amazing how, like, fragile, like, everything is with just electricity or internet. Like, you just take out one of those things, and you're like, well, everything's gone to shit Yep, now. <laughs> like my source of income just <laughs> gone. like, it's was all drained. <laughs> You're like, fuck. yeah, that's when when anyone asks me like, oh, do you have any tips for Mexico? I'm like, if you're trying to work, figure out the Wi-Fi before you get there, or take time off when you first get there so that you have some wiggle room. Just something. Mm -hmm. Even I even ran into the same problem like moving because I moved from Toronto to Ottawa and I thought in my head like oh I'll just like move in on that day and then just go to the internet store and get the router and then it'll just I'll, all I have to do is plug it in and it'll be installed and it did not go that
still like sexy and flattering and comfortable, but like minus the one set, you can still like do, you can swim no and not and, comfortable. Like, play <laughs> or no, no, it's they're comfortable, but for the like, I need to do some like crazy swim triathlon, like maybe don't buy the string set, but the other ones, I got you. Like, there's so other ones I tried to make them like functional and hot. And that was the goal. <laughs> and I think I did that. <laughs> I feel like I achieved that. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. What, yeah. Uh, have you seen uh, Kylie swim? That whole... Uh, I have. The whole, what was the whole it called? Drama. Scam, the whole drama with that. Yeah, yeah. Pull that up. For the people that don't know, Kylie started another company. Mm -hmm. um, uh, one of her many companies. And I don't think she paid as close attention to Kylie Swimwear. I did so many videos about this, but you know, let me just share my screen because this is ridiculous. People were. <laughs> yeah, people were pissed. <laughs> people were pissed. Like the fabric was just tearing at the seams, or it was like sheer and see through, or just not even exactly like like. The Kardashians and like Jenners too are just like pros at Photoshop. So like any of the promos for their products is like it's gonna be like hella Photoshop, right? It's not gonna yeah. be like the actual product. Yeah, I'm also sure like their the manufacturer knows like which ones are actually going to Kylie and which ones they're just sending to people. And I don't know which if that that would be the same level of quality, <laughs> which is fucked up. <laughs> God, in the process of like getting a distributor for your company, did you get like, did you have multiple people that you were looking at and then you got like samples from each person or like how did that um, uh, process work? Well, like I said, like there was not, there's not a lot of information online and there was only a few websites that I kind of trusted based mm -hmm. on their information and like, they, the ones that I narrowed down to had examples of other suits and designs that they have made for other companies, even though they left out like the actual name of the brand, uh, because I'm a swimmer addict, I like recognize some of those suits. So I know which companies they were from. Mm -hmm. So then I knew like, okay, these ones are good quality. These ones are not so good quality and kind of use that as like a gauge. And then, yeah, I got samples from to try try myself and test them out and adjust whatever sizing and whatnot and then that's how i just narrowed down on my the one yeah, i have that, now that's a really important thing too to note that like you already had like a, a taste level or preference when you were looking at them to kind of be like okay no i know this company would usually use that so ergo it's going to associate me with that maybe yeah exactly yeah. and i made sure like uh, in my original photo shoot that I did for like my first campaign, I had all the models, each of them were a different size from my line. So like on the website, if you want to see, if you're buying a large, then you can scroll and change the photos to the model who's wearing a large uh, so that you know what it looks like on someone who would wear that size. Cause there's the website. Denswim.com. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the rotating photos.
All those links are in the description as always, guys. Sweet. I loved I loved that photo shoot. That was so much fun. <laughs> and the content is just yeah. so sick. So yeah, that was like an awesome part also because I got to see them all on different people and different yeah. skin. Talk about that day. Part. What was that like that like putting that together, that like promo for that? It Did you do all that yourself? <laughs> yeah, so I do everything like everything myself. I I had a friend who helped me actually do like the back end of the website, but like I design the website, I ship the suits, I design the suits, I do the socials, I everything I do. <laughs> um, so that's why my Instagram posts sometimes they'll be like really I'll be good about it and posting it yeah, yeah. and then two weeks like it just dies. I, I've had to make story. like a whole a whole like Excel Telling spreadsheet me. with like different like things so that I can like fill it out that I've done it just to keep myself accountable. It's so hard to keep up with like, well, well now a social, like a socials manager is like a full-time job. So <laughs> it's- It doesn't get paid enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, what was it? But yeah, yeah, that promo day, the promo, the promo <laughs> oh, right, uh, right. campaign, yeah. Yeah, so that was actually really, really fun to plan, but also really stressful to plan because I, A, had no money, so, because I had spent all this money on the inventory. <laughs> that mm -hmm. I was like, we're doing this for as cheap as possible. <laughs> so I found all the models. They were just like local girls who lived on the island who kind of, you could tell were like into fashion or like trying to do some like more, I guess like professional-ish type vibes on their Instagrams. So I knew that they would be like comfortable in front of a camera, but they're not like professional models yeah yeah they're not also expecting wanted, like, like regular grand. people yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like who looked like regular people too um so i found all of them and they were super happy to help i was like i can't pay you but all the suits that you wear you can keep so that's like three two sets and one one piece each which is like that's a bit. yeah that's great yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. so i was happy to offer them that and then i found another local photographer who um his name's justin and he's awesome. And he focuses on CrossFit and like fitness photography. So what I was doing was not like, a, I guess what he's used to photography, photographing, that's not the word. <laughs> photographing. Shooting? Yeah, photographing. <laughs> and so he was like, oh, I'd be down um, to like discount my price since it's something new for him to explore. And then um, it's a bit more affordable well, for me. He's taking pictures of women in bikinis. I mean, he should have just done it for free. <laughs> he has a girlfriend. And it's not all about that. <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> that would be probably more uncomfortable. Like, <laughs> you're like, you're willing to do this for nothing? Like, <laughs> like, he's, like, he's like, I'll do this for free. Yeah, that's true. You make a valid point. <laughs> yeah. I want to make sure the girls are comfortable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and then I actually, the location, it was in a, because the photo shoot was in March in Canada, so I wasn't going to go to the beach. Um, so I found this car detailing garage that was for sale near my house. So I called the realtor and I was like, do you lend this out for free, <laughs> maybe, yeah. for like events? I'm like, because I walked past it every day and there's never anyone in it. So I was like, it's not occupied, even if it's for sale, like there's some people going in and out. Yeah. Um, so he put me in contact with the owner who actually ended up having his own like jean jacket 
company where he would thrift old band tees and like sew them on the back of jean jackets. So kind That's of cool. similar vibes to my brand that he was like, oh, that sounds awesome. Sure. And just gave me the location for free, which was awesome because it turned out sick. Like that was the exact vision I had for the photo shoot. So I just sourced almost all the props and everything are just things I already owned or like from my closet or good old value village. And that's about it. That's all we wow. did. It brought a speaker. And then I had my one friend who she, she's not like my assistant per se, but she just like helps with some of the mm -hmm. business stuff that I'm bad at, like the finances. Um, <laughs> and she came to the photo shoot. So she helped like take some behind the scenes photos and cause I modeled in the shoot too, to also help. Um, yeah yeah it was really fun wow. that's <laughs> really too like a story okay. of just like asking for for stuff and just you know not being afraid to just like be like hey do you think you can maybe help me out with this thing like people yeah. are more willing sometimes more than willing to help like and who oh would have known that that guy like you walk past that thing every day and then you just call him and find out that he has that cool like vintage tea on the jean jacket thing like i know you, you would have never made that connection cool. Yeah, totally. And people, people really are down to help. Like, I think everyone is very supportive of the small business type, mm -hmm. especially if like, I don't know, <clears throat> not that someone's doing some like horrible business practices, yeah, yeah. but like if you're just nice, people are nice back. <laughs> and if they're not, then that's their problem. So we don't worry yeah, about that. Yeah, <laughs> that's true too. You're like, if they're not, if they're not exactly being very nice back to you, it's like, well, then. Yeah. I'm sure you don't do business with the podcast and everything. Like, do you get, have you had people reach out that you're like, maybe this isn't the best fit or something like that? <laughs> uh, no, like I ha I've had, um, I, I haven't had anyone reach out for the podcast that I'm like, I don't, I don't know if I would like one. Cause I want to talk to anyone, right? Like I, mm -hmm. even, even if it was somebody that I was like, thought I had nothing in common with. I'm like, I still want to have that conversation and put it out there. I've, I've gotten like negative feedback on like YouTube videos that I do for work, mm -hmm. like inform overload, but I don't really like put any thought into, into any of that. So mm -hmm. yeah. But like, that's why I love this like podcast here too, because it gives people a chance to be like, cause with that thing, I'm just so like, everything is so cut. It's so cut and clean. Mm -hmm. There's no, pause there's no break there's no awkward moment of silence there's none of that there's no yeah. adjusting like this <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is more organic <laughs> yeah yeah of course uh what's your what's your plans for bent in the future what's your next like five years looking like your big uh your big hopes and dreams for it hmm well my big hopes and dreams are that it's scale it just keeps scaling like I don't really care at any speed. I mean, if it was very quick, that would be awesome too, but I, I'm not pressed for it to, like, I know this will take time, especially because my freaking content is like a little bit edgy. So I'm banned on TikTok and I'm banned from running Facebook and Instagram ads. Oh no. <laughs> so it's gonna be a very slow climb. <laughs> I feel your pain, I feel your pain. We but always got me banned off of everything. Yeah, TikTok is the. Mm, I got banned. Communist. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would. I, I our content just gets flagged for adult, sexual and nudity. 
or sexual activity and nudity, but I'm like, I'm in a bathing suit, leave me yeah, alone. Like it's <laughs> literally just a bathing suit, you need to chill. Yeah, that was yeah. like uh, the same thing happened to me on uh, on TikTok. I was wearing this bathing suit. No, I'm just kidding. I was, <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, smoking weed or some smoking weed or something in a video and just banned, banned the whole TikTok. I was like, motherfucker. And then same thing with Facebook, ban like trying to promote a video and then it just like they blocked my entire like advertising account. Yeah, like, okay. one little flag is like such a big deal. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't realize. <laughs> and you can't talk to anybody, which is so much more frustrating that yeah. like it's you you got through to a distributor faster than I could get through someone <laughs> on Facebook to help me. Yeah, I, that's the thing. I've been locked out of my Facebook because I moved to Mexico and I changed my phone number so I couldn't verify my login. Since and then Mexico, it's like an IP in Mexico, so they're like, no way. <laughs> so then, yeah, I've, I'm still locked out of my Facebook. So I that's also why my Instagram posting has gone down because I had like a scheduling platform. But you have to every couple months like re-authenticate mm -hmm. your account is like whatever. And I can't do that because I'm locked out of my Facebook. So it's a that's big a, mess. <laughs> big mess. Just all yeah. it takes is one thing like that. <laughs> it throws it all out of whack. It was funny too, uh, like when I was initially building all my Facebook ads, like when I had first launched and I was like, okay, I'll put some money into Facebook ads because I work at a marketing agency, like a e-commerce based marketing agency. So a bunch of my coworkers know that's like their full-time job. So I was like, can mm -hmm. you help me with this? And then I wrote out the ad copy that I wanted nice. <laughs> and they were like, Sierra, we cannot use any of this. Like <laughs> this will get flagged immediately. Like, cause I don't know. I swear all the time in my content, like, yeah, I just smoke weed. I talk about weed, like uh, everything. They were just like, you can't say that. <laughs> Why not? That's what I hate too. I know. I, I think that. one of my ads started like, what with are you fucking children. Yeah. I, well, yeah, I guess, <laughs> but there one of my kids ads, I wanted it to start with hey hookers or something like that and <laughs> yeah they were what like, did you okay yeah, yeah, you were gonna give everyone the exclusive like what you actually wanted to say yes this is well i because i that's the type of content i think is like entertaining and funny yeah. like that's how so i talk to my friends i mean i'm not calling my friends hookers but like, <laughs> you know, but, like the general <laughs> not that i couldn't be friends with hookers but <laughs> <laughs> yeah you never know um, but I was just like, I want it to come off how I would naturally talk. Cause like the whole brand is, mm. is like coming from my brain where I'm like, I don't want to now like corporate up my, I don't know, brand voice. Like it didn't really Sounds go. Sounds like you need an email newsletter chain. True. That seems like a lot of work. That's, no, it's not. It's very easy. You just go to MailChimp.com. You fill it in and uh, there's like templates, easy templates that you can use. I've, I've set so many people up with the like told them just go to MailChimp and figure it out. Like from there, there's easy templates, but like you literally all you have to do is anyone that wants to subscribe to the newsletter, they can do it right off of your website, right? Subscribe. Mm -hmm. um, you can just send out like just updates if you're that way, if your Instagram gets taken down or your TikTok gets taken down or you're they're worried about SEO, you don't give a fuck about we SEO. Blocked, we got banned again. <laughs> exactly. So, but if you had an, imagine instead, if you had an email list of like 10,000 people's like emails mm -hmm. that gave you their email because they want to hear from you. And you could, mm -hmm. you could literally be like, dear hookers, 
here's <laughs> here's today's deals and they'll love it they'll they'll love seeing that in their email when they open up their phone and they see in their email like that from ben swim like that's the move i think yeah i do have like email flows set up like just the basic ones but mm. and fancy so yeah i'll definitely look into that Send them a little blog post from authentic. Yeah, but what was it? What would you what would you have liked to have said that they were stopping you on? It was more like I couldn't say like I couldn't say tits or like ass like I couldn't. But and when I'm talking about swimwear in the brand voice of Bent, like that's how I would talk about it. So to be like, hey girlies, <laughs> even that I'm like no. <laughs> Like, I don't know. I just, I don't even know how I would say it. I was like, someone else needs mm -hmm. to write them. But then it was hard to kind of, I don't know, get the brand vibe across through the ads. And they still got flagged anyways, even with the revised stuff. Even so. with the revised censored version, it's still flagged. Man. Yeah. <laughs> Can't win in this game. Exactly. No, I You're think a it... music fan? Your background is cool. Yeah, I've got like... I'm big, like, I would just say, like, record collector. I just, like, went through a phase of just always, I love going to record stores and just looking through. Um, I mostly try to find, like, comedy albums. That's what I'm focused on. Oh, really? So, like, these Steve Martin. <laughs> yeah. But it's so funny because, like, every time I go to a record store and then ask them, like, where the comedy section is, it's usually, like, in, like, one of those milk crates, like, underneath oh, yes. racks. <laughs> like here here's all of it <laughs> it's, this is it it's very it's all bill cosby albums i'm like oh god <laughs> no thanks I'm like i'm good <laughs> i'm good on that yeah but i like like teddy pendergrass too is another great guitar player and then there's so many more up there that we can't even see uh that <laughs> red fox is uh you gotta wash your ass that's another funny ass album <laughs> <laughs> Yes, gotta watch your eyes. True. <laughs> you big uh, music fan as well? Or are you like, no, I don't listen to music? <laughs> Never. <laughs> no, I love, yeah, I, I mean, how can you not love music? What do you mean? <laughs> but what, yeah. What uh, biggest, like, did you go any concerts or any, like, concert experiences? Yeah, I actually, when I lived in Mexico, we went to Corona Capital, which is a horrible name for it because yeah, of that's awful. the pandemic, but it's like Corona beer puts it on. Um, and it was in Mexico City. It was like a two-day festival, and we saw a ton of people. It was so, so fun, especially because of it being COVID the year before and then going to that festival. We were just like, what's going on? <laughs> it was so exciting. Yeah, but we saw, who do we see? Flight facilities, um, like Ash Nico, I saw a slow tie, Boy Pablo, Tame Impala. Um, I don't know, a bunch of people. I feel old as fuck. I don't know any of these people. <laughs> <laughs> the Whitest Boy Alive and Bravery. <laughs> That's a name? It's a band, actually. It's they were a really band? good. <laughs> yeah, it's called it's The Whitest Boy Alive. Yeah, I like this up, the whitest. They were good. They were good, though. <laughs> oh, those are some whitest boys alive. Yeah. <laughs> I need to share a screen for the audience that's watching on YouTube. We gotta give them something to look at. <laughs> Do these not look like the whitest boys alive? <laughs> I think they nailed it, guys. <laughs> and then actually on Friday, I'm going to 
Uh, there's a Tyler the Creator concert, but Cali Uches and Vince Staples are the openers. Oh, so sick. I'm really excited about that. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to get back to. I've been like just so focused on going to comedy shows, but uh, I can't wait for first like concert experience again after just being locked down for so long. It's gonna yeah, be we weird. Have, yeah, we have like general admission tickets to not even like a seat, so we're like, whoa, uh, what's it gonna be like? <laughs> like, is it gonna crowd or is it gonna yeah. like? Because yeah, America has like been back. To, I mean, like Astro World, that whole thing that happened there. Like there was people were just jammed yeah. in together. Yeah, and I've been to a Tyler concert before, and it's same vibes. Like, not I'm sure not at the level of Astro World because that's like just ridiculous. But I was a little bit scared at the first Tyler concert I went to, so this one I'm like ah. But I think because Astro World happened, I hope people would be a little bit more conscious. I, here's hoping. I mean, like, geez, who would have thought that that could even happen? I guess that it happened because they had uh, they had set up the crowd in such a way for like filming for Apple. Apple was doing something for Travis Scott, oh, so they had to like sp split the crowd up weirdly so that the cameras could get in there. But because of the way they split the crowd up, they caused these like weird like crowd surges like in different spots of the crowd. And then it made it like impossible to get people in and out because they were happening like everywhere all at once. Oh my god, it would be so scary. I can't so imagine. So scary, so weird. Jesus. Mm -hmm. Um one, one question getting off of scary concerts now. Yeah. <laughs> one question that I like asking a lot of people is uh if you could give advice to fifteen year old Sierra, what would you say? Now, this is advice that's in a separate universe. It does not affect your current uh, state of being. Mm -hmm. hmm. Hmm. I would probably say, like, you're, you're more capable than you think you are, and you're much cooler than you think you are. <laughs> that's what I would say. <laughs> <laughs> Why much cooler? Why much capable? Uh, just because I feel like when I was younger, I, I didn't even think like this would be like I would be on a podcast talking about uh, a swimwear company I launched. Like I always thought, oh, I'm interested in fashion and that's something I would like to do. But I just always pictured it as like working, I guess, not for someone else, but like I never thought I would be the designer, I guess, or I don't know. I never, I just never envisioned this for myself yeah. until like I got a bit older. And then once I got a bit older and was like, oh, that would be really cool to do. There was like, I've had bent in my mind <laughs> for a lot longer than it's been launched. And it's mainly because I was like, I don't know how to launch a company. Like, I, I don't know. Mm -hmm. what the and then in business school, I'm being taught all this stuff that honestly is not very applicable. Like, <laughs> But did it give you the confidence, though, to follow through the idea? Like, was it business school? Or do you think even without that, you would have done it at some point? I think even without business school, I would have done some type of venture myself. Um, but yeah, it definitely wouldn't have gone as smoothly as it has um, without, I wouldn't say my business degree, but my entrepreneurship specialization. Mm. That, like, I learned everything in that one term is what it feels like um that's like a co is it like a co-op kind of or so 
Uh, yeah, the main reason why I went to the University of Victoria is because they have this entrepreneurship degree. So the business program as a whole is everybody does the same first two years of and you can't take business courses. <laughs> you just take like electives and things that you're supposed to be interested in and then a few like mandatory like stats and whatnot. Um, And then once you finish those in your first two years, everyone does the same core year and you're broken up into cohorts of like 60 or something. So they're really small classes. And then you're put, they put you in a group of like four to five people. And then you do your whole semester with that group. So all your projects are together, everything. And all your courses are together. Oh, wow. Uh, and then in the second semester, it's the same thing, but you just switch teams and switch cohorts. Um, so that's the third year and that's when you do all your business courses like you don't pick your schedule or your courses or anything like your third year is already mapped out for you. And then in your fourth year we did um, an exchange so I went to Singapore and I lived there four months and studied in Singapore which was so sick. Singapore that's amazing. Yeah, beautiful. I love Singapore. I tell everyone, like, if you're going to Asia, you don't think you need to go to Singapore, but you do. <laughs> it's so cool. And the food is so good. Best food I've had traveling. Um, so yeah, did an international exchange and then you do a co-op when you come back. So I did an entrepreneurship co-op, which is an option where you can apply to get uh, a wage subsidy because you're not technically working and like you need still need to make money. So yeah hacks i got a job told them i didn't have a job and then used the wage subsidy for my business nice <laughs> and we passed the the time you know before yeah, I think <laughs> and then your la very last semester is your specialization so that's when i did the entrepreneurship one and i had six courses and they were all connected so you you launch a business through this these four months but it can be real or fake so that when you graduate you can either be like okay i'm done peace and like that oh, was just my project or you can keep going with it if you want to hmm? so i used that program because to build bent which was a lot of work because the program is also built out to have groups of four but i did it all by myself wow so then luckily my teachers picked up on like how much work I was doing and then nominated me for another like award entrepreneurship award, which I ended up winning. So with that wage subsidy and with that award, like that's the only way I would have been able to do bent. There's no way, no way I had enough money. Wow. To like live my life and do bent was not possible. So yeah. So that was like persistence. Yeah, I worked on it a major, lot. <laughs> major persistence and dedication. Because, like, to have the idea is one thing, but then to be like, I'm going to go to school, I'm going to use this to, like, fund it this way, and then to get noticed and recognized for that, and then give it more opportunity. Yeah, kudos to you for that. Thank wow. you. Yeah. That's yeah. incredible. Proud of myself. <laughs> sure. Pat yourself in the back. What about Singapore yeah. though? What was like? Uh, what was it like being in Singapore for? You said three months, four months? Uh, I think it was yeah, three and a bit months. Mm -hmm. uh, it was incredible. I I loved Singapore, because um, I had been to Asia before, um, to Indonesia, for like a month. Um, so I wanted to, 
I mean, you kind of got placed into where you were going. So I wanted, even though I had been to Asia, I was like, oh, I'll just explore some new places in Asia. Um, and Singapore is really, really small. So coming from like the map, kind, like a world map kind of skews it, but it's, it's smaller than Vancouver Island. Oh, wow. And so you could do all of Singapore in four days, maybe like max. You could do it all very easily, Damn. but you just need more days for more meals because the food <laughs> is so good and so cheap, but everything else is really expensive. So trade-offs. Yeah, there's that too. What was your favorite thing to eat there? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> like so they many. have a thing. There's so many. I mean, all, all the like dumplings, all the noodle dishes are so good. Um, but they have this thing called carrot cake, which doesn't have carrots in it. It's not cake. Um, it's just a translation error, I think. It's hilarious. But it's something like they soak um, daikon, like the radish. It's like a really long white radish. They soak it for days and it becomes this like almost, I don't know how to describe it, like potato type flan. And then they cook it with egg and soy sauce and onions and hot sauce. It's so good. Interesting. You can yeah, get you can get it dark radish. or light. So with like dark soy sauce or light soy sauce, oh, it's so good. Sure, it's great <laughs> for the people at home. <laughs> this is necessary information. <laughs> <laughs> we need to let the people know. Yeah. So I like the dark one better, but. Okay. All right. It, lo it doesn't look very appetizing. Really Who knows? Maybe I'll go. Yeah. That's, a, that's what I'm going to get. I like hearing this stuff because then I get to try it when I go there. <laughs> yeah. And my apartment was walking distance from their um, like little India. So I would go there a lot for dinner. It's like fresh naan and all of the, all of the curries you can think of. It was awesome. <laughs> that's incredible. Um, I'm, we're rounding it up here. I'm going to shout out all of your, uh, Instagram at Sierra Milroy. I'll, like I said, I'll put all of this in the description below at Ben swim as well. Benswim.com is the website. Try carrot cake. If you're ever in Singapore, <laughs> uh, do you have anything else you want to say to the, the people watching or listening? Lots of exciting things coming, but I, I can't. I mean, there's an event going on tomorrow, but this won't come out before then, I'm assuming. So, no, no, this will be out Sunday. You'll have missed the event, but uh, but follow okay. for more. You missed out. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Not a ton like in the next couple weeks or couple or like month is set in stone right now, but I post everything on the socials that's going on. So, all updates will be there. Sick. Check out those socials, and, guys. Oh, and the Bent Swim TikTok is banned. So if you want Bent Swim TikTok content, it's on my personal TikTok, which I don't think it's linked to my Instagram, but it's you <laughs> shoot me the link over and I'll put that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Send me a link. I'll throw that in the description, <laughs> too. <laughs> if you're listening on uh, Apple or iTunes, thank you. Don't forget to leave a five-star review and share the episode with your friends. That always helps. Uh, but for now, I've been your host, Jenny Rogers. Sierra, thank you so much for coming on the show. I appreciate it. Uh, until next time, everybody, stay classy. You've been listening to The Johnny Rogers Show. New episodes air every Sunday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time.